So your life is uh, the same as it normally is. Fuck you know? yeah. Telling jokes. You're doing well enough, though, that you can actually quit your day job. Okay. You're on the road, like, a lot. You're on the road, like, uh, half the year. Yeah. Making a living, doing comedy, living the dream. You put out, like, this viral video. Um, it's a video where this... Uh, You see this guy you know? His name's Aaron Brooks. I know that guy. You videotape him walking up uh, some really icy stairs to a Burger King. For some reason, this Burger King was uh, like 300 feet in the air. So there's like a lot of like steps lead up to it. It's like a temple. So you videotape uh, Aaron walking up these slippery stairs. And he gets all the way to the top. And he just goes... Yum. And he falls over. He falls down all the stairs. And he lands on the bottom. And he shouts, Oh, my bottom! <laughs> and he stands up, and like his pants have been ripped. Yeah. And you can see he's wearing like white boxer shorts with like red hearts on them. Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I, I I record that. You record it and you put it on the internet. And it's it's it, but like you like it goes like you turn the camera on to you and you just go ha yeah yeah yeah. And so and, that, and so I, I I get the the face value yeah. out of it yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a cruel video. It's a horrible mean video. It like it's huge. It's viral. People love it. They think it's hilarious. Aaron stops doing stand up. You never yeah. see him again. Yeah. Do, so, I, do do I do I care or am I like just like stoked about the fame? Does um, it fuck with me a little bit? A little. You're kind of like weirded out, but like you don't lose sleep over it. Just every once in a while, you'll be out, you'll see a sunset, and you'll just yeah. think, "What happened to Aaron Brooks?" Yeah. Okay, I get that. Yeah. That would happen. Yeah. You see a um a dead ca- a dead cat. A cat was run over by a truck. Yeah. And you look at its skull, and you just think, "What happened, to Aaron Brooks?" <laughs> you move on, and it's, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, what happens is because of this viral video fame of you just cruelly making fun of your friend Aaron and ruining his life, uh, he, because of this, um, you start to get some heat. Some people are like management groups talking to you. Yeah. Or it's like, how's like the like? Because I know like the comedy Facebook sphere can be pretty judgy you know what I'm saying can be and like definitely be a little self-righteous so is there a lot of people who are like hey fuck that guy he only got famous after he made fun of Aaron and nobody knows where he's at anymore they say that but they also but then they're like yeah but he is funny though like oh, yeah that's just like yeah, a dumb God. video but like at least he's funny yeah yeah <laughs> but they are jealous of you one day you well, that's what I want one so. day you wake up and in the mail there's a microphone covered in blood okay uh um, but for some reason they put the return address. That's that. Well, that's amateur. All yeah. right. And what's the what's the return address? <laughs> it's uh, it's Ben Sherlock's house. God, I fucking knew it. Ben sent it to you, and then for some reason, he included uh his return address. <laughs> uh, you you just let it go. You're like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I kind of you know. I'm just like you, you know, can't fuck let it. some every small nippled freak get you down. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Haters gonna. So hate. anyway, different people are coming to talk to you, re- representing you all this stuff. And uh, one day, this guy shows up to talk to you. Uh, he's a movie producer. Oh, okay. And uh, he's uh, kind of unusual looking. He's nine feet tall. All right. He's got thin, long, blonde hair, like to his waist. Yeah. It's so thin and so blonde, you could almost see through it. You imagine you can see through it, and for a moment, you can like see through reality. Wow. All right. And you kind of snap back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Mr. Cool. He's a movie producer. And he's like, yeah, I work uh, for the Landalax Corporation. We're producing films. And uh, we'd like to go into business with you. And his offer, it's not necessarily the best financially, but it's the one that gives you the most control over your product, which is you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So, like, like you think to yourself, yeah, this other company's going to give me more money, but they own me, what I am. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and that kind of bothers you. It, uh, yeah, I get that. I mean, what are, are are any of the companies outright with their demands? Like, are they already like, hey, this is what we're going to want? And, like, how like how do I feel about those other offers? Yeah. Like, like, like are they like, like are there some people that are like, yeah, we're going to give you the money, but this is what we want from you? Like, that's, that's what they're all doing. Okay. And like, you're kind of. Is, is there any, like, like, examples out of that? Like, something that's like, like, is this like, I can't live with it or. Um, one of them is like, I'm going to give you like $800,000, right. but I own your name and his eyes flash red when he says it. <laughs> you hear, yeah. you hear thunder in the distance. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, I see the advantage of creative control. Uh, so, okay. So I, I, I but all right. So you, you, you said obviously the money isn't the strong suit creative control. It's not, but the, but the, he gives you, wait, wait, what's the figure anyways though? For Mr. Cool? Yeah. He goes, here's what it is. You're going to write a screenplay, right? right. We're going to turn this into a movie. Okay. You can, you're going to star in the movie. Right. You can direct it if you want, but like, whatever. You can also yeah. have just have an actual... He goes, you know what? We probably should just have you just act in it. But you yeah. can act in it and write in it. If but, you want to direct it, you can. But get like John it might Favreau? Be, yeah. He's like, okay. but it might just be overwhelming for your first project. Just, you know, whatever. Um, so what happens is they give you a $8 million budget. Okay. It's like, um, it's like, so you can kind of, you can cast it. You said 8 million? 8 million. Yeah. $8 million budget. All right. He goes, I can only give you, he's, I can't really give you any money up front. You're, you're going to get 50% of my life, bud. 50% of the gross. 50% of the gross. All right. Uh, and yeah, this is obviously complete creative control. Complete. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I would, uh, I would probably do that. And he goes, before you do that, how do you feel about nudity? Uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm like, you know what, dude? I I um, I feel a lot of ways about it, and I I I, I it's probably not something I'd want to do because like I am very real with how the rest of the world would perceive me being naked. And not only would they laugh at me which i wouldn't like but i guarantee you they would not feel comfortable continuing to watch whatever it was <laughs> happening in he goes good we don't want any nudity in this Go, okay all right all right you know what that that right there i can already see me doing like a like a fucking 
like like Tonight Show interview in preparation for the movie, and it's like, well, yeah, you know what? I wanted to work with Mr. Cool because we just had to be had very similar creative visions, and that would be a fun anecdote where I would say I'd be like, I said I wasn't comfortable in nudity, and he was like, good because we don't want any. <laughs> like, and, and and then Jimmy Fallon would laugh, and I'd be he like, goes, yeah. he goes, we're doing something even more intimate. Okay, now 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 I think I mean I'd be telling this story to Mr. Fallon. Uh, how much more intimate can you get than nudity? He goes, we're gonna show your soul. Ooh, see, same way with how ugly my body is. I feel like it's just like people wouldn't want to see that either because like, I don't think that can look that good. He goes, okay, but look, we have six months. You have six months to get your soul in as best shape as you possibly can. <laughs> Do I get like a personal soul trainer? Yeah. He goes, we're sending him over the morning. Who is my personal soul trainer? You open the door next morning. Yeah. Is this a uh, Catholic priest? <laughs> See, I was thinking like a personal soul trainer. Can I get like a Don Cornelius type who's actually on Soul Train? What this guy is is um, <laughs> he's this Catholic priest, but he has like 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 armor on, almost like he's like about to like fight somebody. Okay, <clears throat> like a paladin. He's got like swords and uh, stuff. And he goes, uh, "That's not what I had in mind." Goes, I, I definitely thought I was gonna be like a like somebody with like a lot of soul, like uh, like like a. George Clinton type or uh, something like that. Like this, this feels a little preachy. He pulls out a bass guitar, and he plays the funkiest bass lick you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> so this fucking this priest in like 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 medieval type armor. Yeah, it's just fucking just wailing on the electric bass. It's the funkiest like a and you're like holy shit. He does he break eye contact when he does he it? Stares at you. <laughs> And you see in his eyes, you see uh, resilience. I see resilience. Okay, but this, the, the, I see res- this is soul training. What do I feel? What do you feel? What do I feel when you I You feel it? like this is the most soulful white boy you ever met in your life. I can't believe it. <laughs> and he, so he, he, t- he, t- he puts the, takes the base off. Yeah. Throws in the air. Slices in half with his sword. What? Sold. He, he goes... <laughs> He goes, I'm a uh, Catholic battle priest. My name is my name is Benedict Orlando. Father Benedict Orlando. I understand we've got a soul to save. <laughs> what do you say? Uh man, I I I completely trust his abilities and, and I say, let's do it. So you go inside and he goes, he he reveals to you the only way for him to get your soul good enough to show on uh, in this movie <clears throat> to pu- purify your soul, yeah. he's got to punch you in the balls like a bunch of times. <laughs> he goes, I looked into it. I know this is uncomfortable, but I'm going to punch you in the balls. I'm going to do the splits, and I'm going to punch you in the balls. Like Van Damme style? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I definitely want to hear about previous cases that set the precedent for this where he's had experience or he's had uh, results yeah he um he goes yeah that's fair that's a fair that's a fair thing <laughs> and he goes I, I he shows you this like book it just says like history of uh the battle priests <laughs> he opens up to page 69 <laughs> and he doesn't like really laugh or giggle or smirk but you can tell he's kind of like he clearly thinks it's funny he's like yeah, it's really yeah he gets it he gets it it's not a prude 
I don't think you learned the and he shows you baseline like that if you are. Yeah, dude. He shows you a um a passage in the book explaining uh the best way to purify a soul is to get hit in the balls repeatedly <laughs> by a uh, by a priest. At this point, I feel like he's using the defin the the a word and the definition of a word where it's like I like like I uh I, I look at that book. I just like a a copyright thing. Does it look legit? Is it like like. It looks old. You 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 instinctively reach out to touch it, and I, I, you don't you don't even think about it. You just kind of go, oh, you just instinctively, you touch the the paper, and uh, you have a sudden like flash. Yeah, and um, it's like you're looking at something that happened <laughs> two thousand years ago. It's like uh, these. Uh, you know, ancient men, you know? Yeah. And uh, there's this uh, guy. He's like clearly like a like a, like a war chief, you yeah. know? This guy, he's like in charge of everybody. What he's like the big guy. Yeah. What culture are we talking here? Like? Just vague Middle East. Okay. You don't really know. All right. All right. So it's, it's a, little, a little offensive, but... No? So this war chief is like... Tied up, yeah. And like all the guys just start punching this guy <laughs> in the balls, <laughs> and they do it so hard, and a few of them like kind of like laugh a little bit because they're like, "This is weird." But after a while, they're just all horrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they punch him in the balls so many times, and event and like after like they do it conservatively about seventy five <laughs> times, <laughs> the war chief's eyes kind of like come to life and he's yeah. like oh my god thank you guys so much my soul is pure yeah. and he turns into just a being of light and he ascends to heaven okay all right that's uh that is a strong case um I... then, a, then a pack of wolves show up and devour his friends <laughs> and then you kind of pull back and now you're back in the um yeah yeah, uh, yeah the real right. world so he all goes right. because that's what you gotta do we're gonna punch you in the balls yeah. like 75 times i ask him if at all if Okay, seventy-five punches to the balls, uh, that'll purify my soul. Would it stand to reason that a priest just kind of like give me a flick would give me like a slight tinge of soul clearing? I, it would. So he goes. He goes. I don't know if you want that. He flicks your nose. Yeah. And your nose is like immediately like dislocated. You're like, holy shit, like nothing's hurt so bad. Yeah. And then, like, lightning quick, he, he uses his other hand to go on the other side of your nose, and he flicks it back into place immediately. Yeah. Oh, you, shit. You feel great. I feel great. Like, he's like, he's like but, but, like, you also feel like that was fucking weird. So he's like, you don't want me to flick you. Yeah, that's probably, probably <laughs> He the goes, best. if I punch you 75 times in the balls, your soul will be purified it's so like, for Mr. Cool's movie. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so when they see... What do people see when they see a, a good soul? I don't have experience with it. You don't know. Yeah. Mm. You have no idea. Um, I mean, we're talking $8 million, creative control of the movie, punching the ball 75 times. I don't, like, I don't find myself in a lot of situations as an adult where, like, my balls are really in danger or I get hit in them. Like, I used to skate when I was a teenager. That's what happened more then. But as an adult, I don't hit myself in the balls much. Right. Well, I, mean, I feel like I've got seventy five banked. And is this a movie? 
and this guy can play a fucking mean ass bass. Yeah. Uh, so what happens if I say no? Like, I mean, you don't have to do it. Yeah, I'm asking, yeah, yeah. would you do like, it? Then I'll just go, and then like the movie's gonna, you're gonna, people are gonna see your soul, and they're gonna be like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, look, I don't have to be here. Yeah, look, I know your time's valuable, man. He really knows how to play me. <laughs> Check it out, Father uh, Benedict Orlando. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. All right, tell him to hit me in the balls. Actually, I don't know. I, I I don't really know if I'd do that, but I mean, like, this is a. Mo- I've never had a movie offered to me before, though. So, I, uh, punch me in the balls. Fuck it, do it. And so, right, be- before he does it, I say, "Hold on." <laughs> and then I think about really, and I'm like, "Are we talking like hard ass punches? Like you're full fucking, you're full person?" He just kind of like he just shrugs. He's like, "I don't know." Yeah, see, I think he knows. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why wouldn't he know? This is what he does for a living. He gets hired to punch people in the balls. I, I think he it? knows. Yeah, fuck it. All right, hit me in the balls. And thus begins the longest night of your life. <laughs> <laughs> this guy goes to town on your balls. <laughs> and t- for, like, hours. It hurts so bad. Do I ever instinctively like try to fight back or stop you him? You can't, dude. He just hits you <laughs> from the moment he hits you in the balls that first time, lightning quick. You know, faster than any angel could dare to fly. You are just in. You are just like doubled over. You can't breathe. Like it's it's bad, dude. So he does that for the whole evening. Just punches you in the balls seventy five times. It's uh, 9 a.m. All right. And your balls. <laughs> I'll just be, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest, Pat. They've seen better days. <laughs> and he goes, all right, yeah, your soul's good. Uh, <laughs> all right, goodbye. <laughs> this guy leaves. He rides Does a. Does he leave like a receipt or something? Like no, it? he just jumps on a unicorn and they just fucking get out of there. Dude. Honestly, that makes me feel feel a little better that he has a unicorn. Yeah. So you sleep for like five days. Yeah. And then, how's my soul feel? You feel pretty good. Like right. like you you just feel like things are coming together. You just feel good yeah. mentally and physically. All right. You do the movie. And um, what's it, what's it about? Um, it's it's about it's about a uh, a guy who uh, enters a monkey training contest, yeah. and it's about his um, underdog status in the monkey training community. Yeah, uh, because everyone else they train their monkeys with fear, but you train them with love. <laughs> so it's a hit, all right. And then they think you're like an idiot, you know. But yeah. it turns out that you knew more than they ever could, like. Yeah. So, and then there's this weird. There's a scene where your soul was exposed. It's pretty gratuitous. Yeah. So what happens is, um, yeah. How's the public reaction to the soul? They, uh, they, they. The director. It's uh, Mr. Cool's cousin. (laughs) Mr. Great. His name is Ryan Great. Ryan Great. <laughs> he shoots you with his gun. 
it's like weird like uh yeah. like a laser beam and your soul is exposed how's it come out man like like is it like do i make any like like top 10 hottest souls list? it's it's the most beautiful thing uh, any of them have ever seen hell yeah right. there's a moment where and your soul is only exposed for like three seconds so you can say like the chris pratt of souls but it feels like they're staring at pure beauty for like an hour yeah like well, one they, of the uh do like, people, like do people thank me do, they, do i get to go like you're welcome what happens is like like like, like one of the guys uh one like, like the like the audio engineers or whatever yeah. which is witnesses like he like wept yeah and when yeah. his uh tears hit the ground like roses bloomed fuck yeah cry bitch like people are really affected it's the most beautiful yeah. thing ever yeah well you know i got punched in the nut 75 yeah. times so fucking better be so that's what's up so and then you uh you start to like walk towards the camera like you're supposed to uh-huh. but you uh <laughs> you you trip you slip on a banana peel That was uh, there, like for like a prop for the banana thing. Yeah. And you knock, you knock over like a scaffolding, and it just it falls on you, and it crushes you, and you die. <laughs> <laughs> and your soul is left behind. It's stuck inside a camera lens for eighty years. It can't ascend to the next life. One day, a a young boy opens it, and the soul like bursts out. Uh-huh. But. Uh, by then it was too late. 